Hey everyone, it's Christine. Welcome to this bonus episode of your favorite hormone podcast, hopefully, hormonally speaking. I'm here today to talk to you about mindset. And so this is something that plays a huge, huge, huge role in your hormone health and in your health overall. It's something I talk to all of my clients about. It's something that I focus on in Hormone Breakthrough Blueprint, which as an aside is happening again this January, 2023. And if you want to be the first to know when the doors open, actually, if you get on the wait list, you're going to know before the doors open. We're going to have a pre-launch just for those people on the wait list um, who are going to get a really good deal. So if Hormone Breakthrough Blueprint is something that you're interested in being part of, it's my 12-week signature hormone program, then I go ahead and sign up for that wait list. You can do so in the notes of this episode, and you can also go to my website, christinegarvin.com, and sign up there so that you will be the first to know when the pre-launch happens, um, and you're going to get a really good deal in that pre-launch, but there's only going to be a few spots available in that pre-launch. So Anyways, I bring all that up to tell you about, you know, mindset being such a big part of that program, because any talk about changing your health, changing your hormones, mindset has to be a part of it. And I'm going to break down a little bit the of the why for you today, because I think it's an easy thing to just mention, but then what really is mindset? Like we all understand that we have to kind of keep focused on our goals, right? That we have to um, get back on the horse when we fall off the horse. These are all easy concepts when we're not in the middle of the junk that comes up with any kind of big change that we make in our life, right? And getting your health and improving your health is always going to um, be about change. That's going to be a part of it. And our bodies in a lot of ways don't want us to change because we have all these neural pathways that are, you know, set up in our brain that are firing to keep you sort of doing what you've been doing because it's really protective. And the body has essentially gotten used to this, even though there's these underlying components of the body being very unhappy with where things are. And sometimes I think about a little bit as a body brain battle, although they're also working hand in hand together, right? Because we're in this sort of, okay, I know I want to change this um, uh, mental idea of, I see things being different. I know things can be different. I want things to be different. But then there's all of this stuff underneath that's trying to maintain that status quo. And it's not doing it to hurt you. It's doing it to protect you, right? Because from an evolutionary standpoint, we had to sort of group things together to make sure that we wouldn't be sort of, you know, taken out easily by an opposing group of people or animals or whatnot. We had this protective mechanism set up of danger, stay in your safety place, right? And so there's always going to be resistance to change that comes up. And I guarantee that resistance isn't going to come up when you first hear about oh, I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to do this program and I'm going to like learn so much from the program and I'm going to change so much from the program and everything's going to get better. 
that's when your resistance is way down here, right? Because it's the sort of future tripping thing. But when you start actually doing the work, that is when the resistance comes up big time. And this is where people, I don't like to use the word fail, but where they fall off and don't get back on. So first of all, you have to understand you will fall off no matter what changes that you make, whether that's in your health, that's your work, that's with your family, any kind of changes, you will fall off of that track at some point. And that is okay. Acceptance around that happening is so key and understanding that that is going to be part of the process. And the goal is always to just bring yourself back on and not fall off and say, you know what, this is what always happens. I always fail. Nothing ever works. Nothing ever changes, right? We get caught up in that mentality. And here is sort of that protection mechanism in our bodies kicking in to keep us in that place. So we have to learn how to override that, right? We have to understand the bigger picture, the bigger why of what we're doing, coming back to that why. And here's a few points that I wanted to share with you today to sort of help you in that process. So first and foremost, the difference between people that ultimately get things done and people who start doing things and fall off and never get back on that horse is that the people who get things done turn hardships into lessons. And this is a really tough one to even talk about, right? Because I 100% believe that we have, you know, victims that we are victimized at different points in our lives and that that is true and valid and should not be um, just piled on or not believed or just saying, oh, get on your victim mode. I think there's too much anger put towards people that are in victim positions. There are the, you know, pick yourself up by the bootstraps kind of situation. So I always hesitate to talk about victimization because I think we can fall into that arena. But the reality is we're all going to fall prey to some stuff sometimes, right? We're all, we're all going to play the victim at some point. Um, we're all going to have a lot of excuses come up um, to not make the changes. And these are very valid excuses. I, you know, work with clients all the time who, I mean, someone in their family passes away or they're getting a divorce or, you know, their mom broke their leg and they have to go fly out and help her. I mean, there's always reasons to kind of take you off course, right? And we have to recognize those, but we can't see them for too, too long as a hardship that has just thrown us off course, right? We have to really see them as some sort of lesson for us. We ultimately have to get there. And the more that you practice this, the faster it will happen. And I'll just, you know, say me case in point. So I, when I had my surgery that, you know, went wrong um, and then multiple surgeries after that and ended my career for any of you that haven't heard the podcast before, it was a very traumatic thing that happened, you know, in 2018 um, when my first surgery on removing a fibroid went wrong, but I had luckily gotten to the place in my life already where I was able to pretty quickly see that this was something that could get me 
ultimately to a better place in my life, right? I had so many people say, you know, I would be so angry if I were you. I would just be pissed and would not, you know, be able to do anything. I'd probably just like lock myself in my house and and just be very, you know, uh, weighed down by this hardship. And I certainly went through a lot of emotional processes. Like, don't get me wrong. There was so much, um, fear that I had to work through, um, fear of, you know, I ended up having a, a, um, what was supposed to be a temporary ostomy and it actually was a temporary ostomy, but there's a lot that comes up about that possibly being a full-time, you know, forever ostomy in my life, permanent ostomy, and, you know, just what it meant for my digestive system and for my health for the rest of my life. Um, it knocked me out of working for a year. I mean, there's so many things that I had to go through a lot of fear. And at the same time, I was able to see a bigger picture of a, me having a fibroid in the first place wasn't just some random occurrence. There was a reason for the fibroid and I need to dig at what that was. And that was, I needed to shift my approach to life. I need to shift my mindset to my life and my work in a huge, huge way and not continue to let people run over my boundaries to really set my boundaries and be really clear about my boundaries and keeping them strong and also you know, to limit my stress, to really bring down my stress, which setting those boundaries and keeping them has been the biggest component of that. Right. So I was lucky that pretty quickly my mindset got to a place of what are the lessons that I can learn from having a fibroid from, you know, my losing half my colon, my intestines being pulled out and cut into and all of those things. Like what are the bigger lessons here? And really it was, okay, this next phase of my life of really supporting women with their hormones so that they don't have to have a big fat fibroid grow or they can make a different choice if they have a big fat fibroid that grows. Um, and then also how can I support people with this root cause issue of digestion being off, you know, and how much that plays a role in hormones and rebuilding my gut so that I can really help others to rebuild their gut. You know, I always say, if I can rebuild my gut, then you can get your digestion issues gone because our bodies are amazing and can do lots of things. So the whole point of this number one thing that really gets into when we're talking about mindset is that ability to not get caught in the spiral of um, being victimized for too, too long, right? I'm not saying you can't feel that at all, but you got to work through that to come out to the other side to say, what is the bigger lesson for me here? How is this propelling me forward in my life? And in the reality of any kind of health stuff, you're going to hit these walls again and again. And to be able to say, okay, I see this as a call from my body to do something different rather than why is my body against me, right? Do you see the difference of that? Those um, belief systems right there? It's, hey, my body's letting me know something is wrong by me feeling this way, or my body is always trying to keep me down and keep me stuck in bed or keep me you know, uh, de-energized, you can't really see where you're making decisions for yourself that aren't really the best when you're stuck in the, my body's against me mode. You can only see what 
things you are doing that are leading to these issues of your body rebelling or, you know, um, not feeling good, whatever that is, whether that's joint pain or headaches or horrible periods or any of that, you can only really get to the root cause of that if you are interested, if you are inquisitive, if you ask why is this happening? What is the underlying causes? And you have to believe that it's something more than your body just being mad at you or uh, trying to take you out or, you know, being against you. Our bodies are never against us. They want the best for us. So that is number one. We go into that a lot more in depth in Hormone Breakthrough Blueprint, but I just wanted to really touch on that because when it comes to illness, this is key. And I see this being a struggle for a lot of people to switch that mindset mentality Two, Our biggest hurdle is always ourselves. So I was thinking about this the other night that just popped into my head before I went to bed the other night. And I was thinking about it for myself because, you know, I'm always trying to sort of negotiate and, um, just check over how I'm doing things in my own life. Right. And am I, especially with the experience of having gone through these crazy surgeries and, losing so much and yet gaining so much, I'm always thinking, okay, how can I make my life more fulfilling? How can I make my life more soul connected? How can I make my life healthier while still, you know, fully enjoying my life, like enjoying it more than I ever did before. And so many times the things that I'm doing that are maybe overworking, overstressing all of those things is all of my own creation, right? It's not something that someone else has established for me. It's not something happening out there. It's actually something happening inside of myself. And a lot of times it comes down to self-worth and self-belief, right? So you may or may not have your own business. So you may or may not understand this, but I believe everyone in their life's ha life has something that they are, you know, working towards and, you end up hitting this wall and it really starts to um, degrade your self-belief, right? You, you think you have a lot of self-worth until you hit this hardship and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, maybe I'm not good enough or maybe I'm not you know, an expert enough in this or maybe I don't know how to do this or maybe I can't do this. All of those things come up in this process of change. Once again, we're going back to this process of change and no matter if it's your health or if it's, you know, you're uh, working with your money, all of these things, it really encompasses the same issues that come up in the process of change. And without a doubt, our biggest hurdle is ourselves. And so you have to really be able to start to catch yourself in that um, self-worth dynamic that might be coming up that you may not even realize. Like, for example, I was telling a friend of mine who's also a colleague just about, you know, stepping into a different role in my work and how I was telling my clients about this. Things are shifting for next year, which I will tell you all about soon. I'm taking on minimal clients because that is where I, excuse me, one-on-one -on -one clients, because that is where we do the best work when there's just, you know, um, the focus is able to be really on this dedication to your health for a year and me really being by your side in this process, right? And really getting 
clarity on where you want to go and being able to stick to that. And, you know, I was telling my colleague about this and I was like, yeah, you know, I don't think any of my current clients necessarily will want to do that. And then I thought, wow, I just stepped in my own way, like setting up this belief system of none of my current clients are going to want to do that. So I'm not even going to offer that to them. I'm just going to say, you know, oh, if you want to continue working with me, I would never just drop my clients. Then I, you know, they can continue working with me in the way that they have. But then I was like, why can't I offer them the opportunity to take their health to the next level? Because I had this idea about them and myself and our relationship and all of these things where I was like, wow, there it goes, right? I am being my own biggest hurdle, even as I'm making these changes. So you really have to start to be able to catch yourself in the act of self-sabotage because that's really what it is. And within that, you have to remain open to what can be instead of shutting down things before they even happen. So really the biggest lesson in the ourselves always being our biggest hurdle is to stay open every day. You have to work at staying open every day. Stay open to the possibilities, stay open to the good things that can come instead of the bad things that can come. Um, and don't even judge what's going to come. Just stay open. All right. So uh, number three is being in your power. And this is something that wherever we're struggling, it can be really hard to feel embodied in a powerful place, right? And by embodied in a powerful place, I mean, sort of stepping into the ideal of who you want to be, of who you know you can be underneath it all, or who you already are underneath it all. It can be really hard when you're feeling like shit, when you are struggling, you know, in your family life, or when you're struggling in your work, or whatever it is that you're struggling in your life. Sure, feels hard to feel empowered, right? And to be in your power. But the reality is in order to get there, we have to fill ourselves up with that feeling. And there's lots of different ways that you can do this, right? And so I'll just share some of my favorite ways. So I like a several good podcasts that remind me of my own um, power, you know, that remind me that I'm the one that's going to be getting in my way. Nobody else is. Nobody else is judging me in the way that I think that I'm judging myself. Um, and that so much of what other people think about me is very different than what I think about myself. I don't need to concern myself with what other people think about me. I just need to stand in what I ultimately know about myself underneath all of the doubts and fears and all of that, right? So standing in that powerful place, listening to the podcasts that support that. I know a lot of people are in the true crime podcasts. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but I would say in your day, get some good positive ones too, right? Things that build you up. It does matter what we listen to. It matters what we take in. You can either be building up or tearing down, right? So build up. I also believe in, um, you know, doing energetic work. And I just talked about this last week in the um, webinar that I did on energy healing supports, but, you know, primarily I love EFT and I love AIT. That's the form of therapy I actually do with a therapist and really clearing out the junk that comes up because I definitely, definitely know that the issues 
are in our tissues and we got to move that trauma. We got to move those old patterns out, right. That are based on old trauma. You don't need it anymore. You got to do that so that you can step into your power and stay in your power. Um, I'm also, I just heard this the other day and I really, really, really like it. Um, because I, I'll be honest, I struggle with affirmations. I always, you know, I mean, I've learned about affirmations many, many, many years ago, and it always just has not felt true to me when I speak them, especially when it's some big audacious goal, which big audacious goals are what we're going for here, right? Whether that's in your health and your work with money, whatever, big audacious goals. And whenever I'd speak it, I'd be like, yeah, I don't, uh, you know, your brain's like, ah, it's full of shit. You know, that's not really like. When you say, I, you know, I have six figures in my bank account. Uh, well, I'm looking at my bank account. It doesn't have six figures. So that's a good story. You know, that's what your brain's saying. So I heard this on a podcast the other day and I loved it. And I've been using it ever since. And I wanted to share with you because I think it may resonate for some of you that don't also get much from affirmations. And there is some studies that show affirmations actually don't work very well for that very reason, right? Because our brain is kind of overriding things. So um, what this uh, podcast, see, learning good things from other podcasts, positive podcasts, what this podcast was talking about is saying, instead of saying, I am this, you know, say I am an energetic match for. So for the example, I just, you know, gave a moment ago, you could say, I am an energetic match for six figures, you know, um, I'll share some of mine with you just so that you have some other ideas. Let me pull out my phone here. So I wrote down, I'm an energetic match for my work being both fulfilling and easy. I'm an energetic match for my perfect home because I really want the perfect home. And I'm an energetic match for the universe to meet me halfway. And for me saying I'm an energetic match, right? This is getting back to being in your power, right? You are connecting to that part of yourself that is in power and is shown that you have that match. You have that energy in order to bring these things into your life. So even though they're not here right now, you have the energy to do so. And really keeping focus on that. So doing that multiple times a day, you know, here's the thing. If you're in a good place, do it more. I know that sounds crazy, but you want to set up and establish this routine and this pattern, this new pattern of thinking. Actually, when you're in a good place, it's much more helpful because when you're in a bad place, it's going to be harder to pull yourself out and do that if you haven't already been doing it. It's much easier to kind of connect to that feeling if you've already been, you know, it's already been established and you've been working at it. If you're in a bad place right now, you can still do it. You know, um, I know it's a struggle to sort of use your tools when you're in a hard place, but here is when you have to go back to, let me turn this hardship into a lesson, flip that mindset, and then you can get into, oh, okay, I am an energetic match, right? Because you're flipping this into what is my lesson here? Okay, let me be curious. Let me be curious about the lesson. So let me be curious about what I'm an energetic match for. That's what I really want in life because feeling like crap is not what I really want in life. You know, for example, if you are not feeling well. Um, so I've personally been using mindset so much more this year 
um, particularly around, you know, remaining health stuff. Like I'm not a health uh, or a functional nutritionist or health practitioner who says, Hey, my life is perfect. And any, any practitioner that tells you their health is perfect, don't believe them because nobody's is perfect, right? We're always working on something, but you know, it's about getting to that next level and feeling better and better and better all the time. And, you know, unpeeling that layer of that onion so that you can understand energy and purpose and all those things on deeper and deeper layers, right. And experience more joy. And that's always my goal for myself, for my clients, experience more joy, experience more energy, experience more joy, experience more energy, right. Those are so key in life that I think, um, so many of us struggle with. So, all right. So that is the basics on mindset. You know, some of the things I just wanted to share with you that I think are super, 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 super important. And I just want to go over those really quick again. So the first one we talked about was turning hardships into lessons. And we talked about our biggest hurdle being ourselves And then we talked about being in your power. So if you start, you know, with those and really start to think about those in your life and see if you can get to a mindset shift, because it is key in this process of change, if it's your hormones, if it's autoimmune disorders, if it's any of those things, right? And when you set these in place, then you start to make different decisions in your day. And that is what's key to the bigger changes, you know? So some people say to me, I can't believe you've been off gluten for, I think it's 2008 when I went off gluten, you know, but it was a process that became a part of me because I essentially asked myself, you know, is this worth it to continue doing, eating this food when I know it doesn't make me feel good, you know? And I don't backslide on it because it was this deep process of, shifting and changing mindset around that food. Right. So I don't, I don't feel like, Oh my God, I wish I could eat gluten. You know I mean? Every once in a while I'm like, Oh, a croissant might be good. I'm sure there's places you can get gluten-free croissants at this point, but it's not an issue because I went deep into the mindset piece without even realizing it at the time. Um, but asking myself these questions was a huge part of that. And so then it, is just a reminder that we can change. We can let go of foods that aren't supportive for us, you know, and that may not be gluten for you, but maybe it's some other food and it may not be good for you for the long haul. It may be a period of time that you need to let it go. But I also, at the same time, having let go of gluten, there's other foods that I was like, no, 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 no. I can't have for a long time that I recognized a different relationship with that it's like, oh no, actually these can come in sometimes and be fine and be even supportive, right? But I had to get clear on my health goals and the truth and being honest with myself and being within my power around all of that too, right? So that is the basics of some mindset work. And as I mentioned before, we really go into both trauma support and mindset work in hormone breakthrough blueprint. I will put the waitlist link in the notes and you can also head to my website and check it out. And by the way, over the next couple of weeks, depending on when you're listening to this, you're going to see some new uh, changes on my website. I've been working with my marketing person, Alex on 
really overhauling the website. So hopefully it will be cleaner and easier to navigate and you can figure out everything where you need to go um, more easily than what has been true up until now. So very excited about that. I will definitely let you know when it is launched. One last thing, if you have a moment, can you leave us a good little review, a five-star review on Spotify or um, Apple uh, podcasts, because it really makes a huge difference. And I'm so, so appreciative of all of them. I read them. Um, and so if you can take a moment to do that, I give you mad props and thank you a lot. One last thing. We are having a holiday mindfulness challenge. If you don't already know about this, this is happening um, via Facebook group and also through our newsletter. Um, you can sign up for that. I'll also put that in the link in the notes and it's on my website. If you go to my website, it's top of the website. And this is going to be November 7th through the 11th. It's a free challenge. We're going to get you mindful and keep you staying mindful through this holiday season, which I know is so tough for so many of us. I mean, keep that stress down. I'm going to keep that mindfulness up. It's going to be great. I hope to see you there and I will talk to you soon.